Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. As you know, in this podcast, every single week, we like to take big, giant, juicy, meaty topics and break them down into tiny little bite-sized chunks, all in an effort to help ourselves and hopefully some of you through the process of change. We are obsessed with it. We talk about it all the time. And uh, this week is no different. And so this week, we're going to talk about rules to live by. For some reason, this came up in our conversation this week, and we've been kind of bantying around our own rules to live by and other ones we've read on the interwebs. And so we just thought it would be kind of fun to kick around some rules to live by. Rod, what do you want to add into the mix as we get started? Well, the uh, I the rules to live by it's a fun it's a fun thing to dive into. But the more I think about it, it, I think it's a it's a real it's a pervasive tactic, or it's it's used everywhere to for people who are looking to change something in their lives. It's it's the Mm. the especially as I was googling through the different things I realized it's 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 kind of people looking for that thing is like they know they need to change something and they just need to have the right direction of the simple thing that they could do each day like wake up at 3 a.m and start your day off early or something like that somehow Big old note change. of that one but yes excellent example <laughs> so so what came it you know came up I was listening to an old from three years ago or so a Malcolm Gladwell podcast. He had one on rules to live by, and and so I was listening to that again this week. And I just this this is the, where the idea came from. But uh, you know they're everywhere. They're really you know yeah. Can I was going to say flip open a magazine? I don't know how many physical magazines we flip open anymore. But you know from those magazine type websites, they're easy to find. Yeah. So do you? So the, I guess the question, um, let's start is, do you have any rules? Like if you think of like, are there any that you follow rules that you live by? Yeah, some I've, some I definitely, and some I've kind of learned over time, I think to your point, as a means of trying to drive change in my own life. And some I think have been with me for a long time. So one that's been with me for a long time is to be kind. So mm. try to be kind Uh, to the people and it kind of goes back to the campsite rule but you know just be kind to people life is short um and most people are doing their absolute best every single day whether we you know whether it aligns with our values or not or whatever Mm -hmm. most people i genuinely believe are doing their best every single day so to try and be kind is is probably my number one and then i have a couple of others but what's your number one one do you have a number one one well i'm gonna just keep saying one on this podcast over and over and over (laughs) <laughs> That's a good question. You know, I was sick. So this is this is uh, my number one that came to mind when I was jotting down thoughts. And it's only, it's one that's come into my life as a rule to live by in the last couple of years and has made such a big change. So this is an example of adopting something. And that is sleep, eight hours of sleep. Number one oh, rule is yes. like, if I... I used to be if I went to bed late, I'd like, well, I'll still wake up at the same time. It's like, no, I, it is eight hours with only the rarest of exceptions. And uh, so that I, I'm very dedicated to that rule. I think that's a great rule. Yeah. There's others that come up when I would, you know, but I had to dig a little deep because I realized I don't necessarily have the, you know, what could, 
I keep top of mind. But um, I think when I, I always would say this, if I'm working on something like when in doubt, I, and then, then I and I actually changed the last part. I'm like, when in doubt, leave it out. Is that's my line. If I'm working on something and it's like oh. I'm not sure of how we're going to finish this in time, I'm like, I'm just going to take it out. It's not even going to be part of the report. <laughs> that's no nobody's going to know. That's so <laughs> smart. It's like it's uh, Coco Chanel's one less thing. Like whenever you're getting dressed to go out for the evening, put on all your regalia and then remove oh, really? one thing. Because you've probably gone over the top. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So then, but I'll change that. You knew so- you're aligned to a fashion icon, <laughs> Rod. Well done. Well done, you. The, I, Applying the work applications of Coco <laughs> Chanel. <laughs> I will also, I'll substitute the end. If, if, if like someone's saying, hey, would you do this? You know, I'll, it's like when in doubt, say yes. Uh, which is, leads, you know, to all types of other problems. But I, I I always have this default to be like, <laughs> you know, if an opportunity comes along, you're asked to do something, it's a way to to be of service and add value. So it's usually uh, always trying to find a way to say yes. I know I tease you relentlessly, but honestly, I think you are one of the hardest working people <laughs> I know. And I think that. that aligns to this saying yes to things. You were just, you know, that's... You know, whether you have it as a principle or not, you're a very kind person and you, I think part of your saying yes is you just want to do right by people and you want to, like you said, be of service. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. How about you? Any others? So. So, yeah, I think uh, one of, this is one of the ones I've learned over the course of my life. So in the right happy debate, like I think sometimes in life you can make choices in your life that sort of lead you to being and feeling right about a situation. And then conversely, you can make choices and decisions and have conversations that lead to you being happy. And they're not necessarily mutually exclusive, although times in my life where I've been focused on always being right about something, I was not very happy. Mm. And so when I switch that dialogue around and sort of focus instead in a situation of, okay, what would make me happiest in this? Like, what is the happiest outcome I can imagine where I will feel the best and the people around me will feel the best and it'll feel like a good outcome for everyone. So in the right happy debate, I choose, uh, I choose happy. Mm. I really choose happy because again, life is short I need to adopt that. and uh <laughs> it's 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 a happy way to go through life now maybe perhaps easy said for me because <laughs> i'm not married and i think and for married people this one's really hard <laughs> like if you're in a long I, oh. when i say married i mean like a long-term committed relationship i think it's a little bit harder perhaps or you know if you're cohabiting with people yeah i think it's a little bit harder but um you know certainly in my relationships i i will I try to choose happy. I'm still not perfect at it, but mm-hmm. it's a conscious thought for me. Oh my gosh. It's definitely a conscious thought. Yeah. I was at the St. Lawrence market on Friday morning, let's say just for ease of storytelling. And uh, I was talking to the, one of the vendors I know really well in a little store in the, in the basement. And, um, I, I guess like the guy who was in line in front and I was just, you know, cause it's me. So I'm like just talking, even though it's not my turn because I was just so excited to see her because I'm a chocolate lab. And, uh, the guy who was, whose turn it actually was turned around and was like, Oh, see, you're the kind of person I need to have in my life to da da da. And I say, and so I said to him, like, 
welcome to Happyville. Like anyone's welcome in Happyville. You can come <laughs> in. Like you're not, you're not precluded from being the happy that you're seeking. And it just got me thinking about this of, of, you know, people think that I'm, and I am a happy person, but it's, it's a choice. You yeah. know, it, it is definitely for me a, a cognitive choice to choose happy. To choose happy, yeah. In as many, like in, in all the different situations. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I don't think he liked what I said after that. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he liked the whole, <laughs> you have a choice and you are welcome in Happyville too. <laughs> that didn't go over as well. No. 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 no, no. no. Then after <laughs> that, you all that. walked away. Is that it? <laughs> he really did. He really did. <laughs> Oh, Eeyore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Like I so this is the thing about these rules. Like I'm going to be totally honest. Like it's it's I you say that I'm like, yeah, I should do that too, but I'll be honest. Like I don't necessarily have that default frame. Cuz mo- most of the rules when you we come across these And by the way, if you Google rules to live by, you get all these different lists from great oh, quality God. sources such as Lifehack. Huffington Post. Right? <laughs> That's Posi- where I go to for all of my life guidance. Positive God. man. Like all of it. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> um, Newsmax, which is a great, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you know Newsmax. It's, I think it's the right wing. Um, oh, maybe I'm getting it confused with Infowars. But anyways, they have rules to live by. Psychology Today. You know, sure the they do. Reliable uh, Psychology Today. Or Daring to Live Fuller has 75 simple rules that you could live by. Simple. To make your life. Nothing's easier than a list of 75 <laughs> things. <laughs> I think I just need three. Like, totally. I don't think I could do 75. Oh, yes. You know? Oh, yeah. And then there's, there's um, I know I mentioned this to you before, but the 48 Laws of Power, which is, for some people, a very well-known book by Robert Greene. You were saying... You told me some of those, and I don't like them. Yeah. they. So I... They're like... A, it became really popular with uh, rappers and gangster rappers because it's it's a little bit like, um, you know. Is it I, modern Machiavelli? Oh, it's totally it's totally Machiavelli. There's you know one of you know you have to turn on your mentor to take your own spot in the spotlight and then tell some story about that and. Um, I don't like that. I don't <laughs> yeah. like that. But I feel like that would go against my happiness rules. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, all praise to those who want it, right? Like, like if that is someone's, I also don't want to take away. If that is someone's path to happiness, then go for mm-hmm. it. It's not my path to happiness. Yeah. But if that is, then so I, I think hey, have I, at it. I, and this is from personal conversation. I'll say personal experience from conversations with people around these forty-eight laws of power stuff. Is that you got to be careful? It's like taking care to choose your friends. So maybe this would be a rule to live by. Is um, take care and, and who you choose to spend time with as a friend because it has mm-hmm. influence on you. It's the same for these rules to live by. Because I, 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 a while ago I was working with somebody and and um, it was like my, you know, they were saying, oh, this 48 laws of power, you should read it. It's really important to understand, to uh, advance in an organization. And then when you read it, and I'm just going to refer to someone looking at it uh, here a little bit. It's like, Law number three, conceal your intentions. Like, never reveal your actual intentions. Um, Ew. <laughs> law number four, always say less than necessary. I'm going to skip down farther. Um, 
This this explains a lot. I have no desire to do any of those things. Yeah, law number eleven. Learn to keep people dependent on you. Like so, these are these are all super Machiavellian. There's there's a a few sprinkled in here that you would agree with. Psychological torture. Like that just sounds like I know. Ew. Yeah, law number fifteen. Crush your enemy totally. So the, the this is mixed in with a couple that you would like if I were to select a few others you would say oh that sounds okay um and it's okay pick one that you think i'll say that sounds okay okay. go let's do it let's do it just for funsies hold on actually maybe this is a little harder than i (laughs) see how many pages you have to turn before you get to one (laughs) that you think won't make me throw up a little bit yeah (laughs) it's it's i guess it's not this one never put too much trust in friends learn how to use enemies do 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 i'm not sure ew no so who's gonna who wants to live life like that rod that sounds horrible right but so people will will see this is the actually uh i mean there's 48 so it's hard to go through them all but i on my scan here i haven't found (laughs) okay okay here's one master the art of timing master the art of timing you couldn't say no to that master the art of timing no that is a good one that is a good one so the and i mean the the point here is it's like you got to be careful of which rules to live by you choose because what list you're reading yes it'll it's like you know there's the saying as you if you want to uh be somebody you need to act like that if you want to have a certain yeah values i've had that career advice before certainly like that if you want to hit a certain level or do a certain job behave like you've already got it right and so yeah and but if if you're following these rules like they would somebody would say i'm sure people listening to these things would go like i know listen for you snowflakes it's you might not like it but that's the (laughs) real world and that's how it actually happens and but that's (laughs) it's like yeah if you're going into a you know, a cage match in WW, you know, wrestling and the rules are such, and that's the culture of like, let's just, that's, if that's the culture of an organization that you're in and that's what everybody expects people to do. Yeah. Maybe those rules apply, but it's guaranteed to be a terrible place to be. So yeah, that is not, yeah, yeah, that is not a culture I'd want to immerse myself in. Yeah. So be careful. Even about if that the makes me a snowflake, you... I'm a okay. <laughs> but this is an interesting spin, right? Like it, it really does speak to, and you were saying this earlier, choosing your friends wisely. Yeah. Whatever you're immersing, whatever one is immersing oneself in, whether it's a place of work or friendships or relationships or whatever, be really careful because these things will rub off. Yeah. Like it, it you know, it, it, uh, we can start to either either we rub up against it so hard that it feels horrible every single day and we wake up feeling miserable or it can rub off on us without us even knowing yeah yeah totally and also my cat echo is highly excited about this topic today so friends you might hear him occasionally mewing in the background apparently one of his rules is to make noise that's when right. we're talking about it's to seek attention at any and time. you know that's him he's even giving me the eyeballs like that's right i'm doing it i'm doing it <laughs> <laughs> i'm making all the noise yeah <laughs> so apologies to everyone listening if you can hear him uh 
making all of his saucy sounds in the background. <laughs> yeah. Another rule is if you have cats, don't try and change their behavior because then they get vindictive. Oh, That's yeah. That's a rule. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, that, that's actually... With dogs, you can, they'll, they're more than willing to cooperate. With cats, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'll do that. Sure. Yeah. Sure, I'll do it. And then something, like, you know, something happens in the night, they pounce on you or, like, wake you up at four in the morning or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, they, That was a bit of a sidebar. No, well, Sorry, the, but, like, I just... Some people do have the rule, like, especially you were talking about people are in couples or even with friends. It's like, you can... Uh, um, influence or uh, change somebody, and and it's like the, oh. that's I I think, I mean it's there's no maybe simple rule there, but it's um, if I do have one, it's 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 allowing people to be who they are. I'll allow people yeah. to be who they are. Um, and then I I guess inversely, it's my expectation that my rule to live by is I want people to allow me to be who I am too. Yeah, I don't know if that yeah. does that rule yeah. apply if it's. <laughs> well, I think there's a corollary to that too, and for me, it's when someone shows you who they really are, believe them. Yeah, and so sometimes I think we make excuses for people who have icky behavior, like in that book. Yeah. Again, no shade. It's just yeah. not my thing. Um, and we go, oh no, but really deep down they're a good person and no, oh, really they're not, you know, they're not gonna, yeah, they only yell at me once a week or, you know, whatever, yeah. like random crazy thing it is. But if someone shows you who they really are, believe them. And then you can decide, is this like, am I okay with this behavior? Do I like it? Cause to your point, accepting people for who they are, yeah, that means we've got to accept who they are yeah. <laughs> and believe them when they show us who they are, you yeah. know? That's right. Because people will show their true colors, and then and then that's great. Because we get to decide: is that what I want in my life? Because yeah. yes. So here's another. I guess something I do live by is uh, never lie. And even to the extent right. of, uh, you know, it's it's like if I'm running late for something, I I, I catch myself all the time. You're running late from a meeting one meeting to the next or sometimes I just join a meeting late because I was uh, you know getting a coffee or yeah. stretching my legs or just whatever zoned out just needed a visual or an auditory break yeah, yeah I get it I get it and I'm so tempted when I get on the call to be like oh I was just having a little technical issues or sorry my other call ran late <laughs> and so the, I, I even the, this, this temptation comes up to me and and you know there's so many other scenarios like this like something happens you want to be able to give an excuse where the person's not going to think badly of you but i'm always ca like i'm catching myself and say no that's not true so my my approach to that is is i'll just i i'm like i just won't say anything or you know i won't i won't give an excuse right even though that the situation is so tempting to want to fill in the blanks and say something or whatever it's like never lie but also i might not it's not i might not like spill the beans on everything i was doing right but, you're not gonna come off mute and say sorry i was late guys yeah. just getting a fresh coffee yeah yeah <laughs> so the secret okay hopefully we don't have too much of a big listener base here because then the secret is for people like me you just have to ask specific questions because then, <laughs> <laughs> then it'll all spill right. no but i think like that you know what i honestly 
And sometimes depending on the audience, I do tell them, I'll say, sorry, I'm late. I really, I just needed a cup of tea. Like I just needed to put the kettle on. And sometimes yeah. I am really transparent with that because I feel like it tells other people that it's okay to do that. Yeah. But I'm careful with, you know, I'm, I'm careful when I do that. Yeah. But I, you know what, this one, like, I guess because I'm, I grew up so British, a white lie in my family was nothing. Like it was like, that's how you survive is telling white lies. Like, mm -hmm. cause no one actually wants to talk about what's truly going on. So this one has been an interesting one for me to try and bring into my life. It's, it's the, it's that whole, like say nothing. Like if you're, oh, yeah. you know, omission is one thing, but yeah. I'm trying to, trying to not outwardly lie about something is, is even if it's what my mother would have called a white lie. That's a, <laughs> oh my gosh. that's an I wouldn't interesting even, one. Like, look, I don't buy a lot of people Christmas presents, but for family members or my kids, if they said, like, did you buy me some, the XYZ for Christmas? And if I, it makes you very uncomfortable because I like, I, I, I won't lie even in that situation. <gasps> Rhonda. <laughs> like, why do you ask me these questions? It's not fair. Oh, my God. I, will, I, I would totally like lie that. and go buy it. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> you'll never find it because it's not in the house right now. Yeah. Oh, I would totally lie in that situation. 100%. I know I would. Hmm. Good for you. See, this is what I mean. I grew up with those white lies of, of just sort of like, how do you get through life in a peaceful way? You know, without ruffling feathers or hurting feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So interesting. My other one that I have that I don't know that I tried that I've worked on a lot with my therapist and I don't know that I have it fully embedded yet, but I'm working on it is um, that guilt and regret are wasted emotions. Regret I'm good at. Like I really don't feel like I have a lot of regrets in my life because I just I don't believe that that's a happy again. Everything for me mm. lines up to happiness, but guilt. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the idea that guilt is a wasted emotion and to relieve yourself of guilt and uh, and allow yourself to live a, a guilt free life, especially if you're, you know, trying to live by the campsite rule and reading all the rules and yeah. trying to be a good person, even if you make a mistake every now and again, yeah. that, you know, progress over perfection yeah um so that's another one for me that is it has been is like just it's really the guilt part is hard for me to implement but so, i want to i'm really trying to practice it so are you saying are you saying when you have a moment of guilt or regret you you, you remind yourself your rule to live by is not to have guilt or regret or right do you, it's to say you it's just a never had emotion. it oh no oh, what? oh no i have guilt all of the time okay. Oh, yeah, no, I have guilt all of the time. Most of my saying yes, remember, I think in last week's episode, I told you that I used to pre pandemic, I was a total Yeah, let's do that. I got a ditch girl, right? So, <laughs> you know, like I was a total ditcher of plans. And uh, I think a lot of that came from both the guilt side of it of like feeling guilty if I say no up front. Mm -hmm. And the whole idea like it's a weird mishmash of it felt mean. So my be kind rule, it mm -hmm. kind of felt against that, even though it was actually probably more mean. Hmm. to say yes yeah. and then you know cancel closer to the date so yeah. like that's one that mishes mishmashes around in my head a lot no i definitely have guilt regret not so much regret i think i've managed to i've i've put those puzzle pieces together for myself but guilt is a tough one. Oh yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, me too. So here's here's a rule that I've ad- adopted that um, more recently, and it's it's taken time to come into place. But it basically is anytime when I recognize I'm like anxious or anguishing on something. I don't guilt is not the right word, mm. but it's like something happened, and I'm like, oh my god, I like that was I was. Like you're ruminating, sort of. Yeah, like and uh, and it's it's the in that situation I didn't perform well, or I I wasn't right. I didn't clearly, you know, I'm trying to be a clear communicator. I was that was terrible, or oh that was a bad decision, or oh I really felt that interaction or whatever something I'm feeling really bad about, and it's and it's knocking me down in terms of my like I'm just ruminating on it, so I'll, I'll write it out. I'll write it down, what I'm feeling. So smart. Yeah. And that took, it's it's funny, like it was, I picked up that technique in different points in time over years, but never, but then always forgot it when <laughs> when I needed it. Yeah, like, at the most important times. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, so now, yeah. now it's coming into, <laughs> uh, through, I don't know, just, I guess over time, it's now, it's, it, I'm, I remind myself about this. It's like, yeah, okay, when in this moment, when is this feeling of rumination excessively? I guess I've, um, I'm going to write it out. And it helps so much. Like, it just, it's like, yeah. Um, you know, the, I, what do the people say if you're lying in bed and you're thinking about something? I don't do this. Maybe I should start to do this. Is it, Write it out, write that to do list thing, or write out the whatever you're consumed by to allow you to let it go for a moment and sleep. I really like that. I really like that. You know what it makes me, I think this week was the 25th anniversary of Harry Potter. I can't remember whether or not you're a Harry Potter nerd or not. Yeah. But um, there's a whole thing where Dumbledore has that pensieve and he takes memories out of his head and puts them in that sort of like opalescent kind of thing. And and it sort of clears old thoughts and old memories out of his brain. Uh, Do you remember that? Uh, I can picture... Someone putting a wand to someone's head and pulling wand out to a their thought, head, and yes, 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 that's for. it. So yeah, and like that. When I saw that on screen, I'm like, that is it. Like that is the magic. How do we take these ruminating thoughts, these thoughts that are taking up too much space in our brain, and not allowing new thoughts to come in? Right? Because yeah. I think when we ruminate, when we have those guilt thoughts and whatever. It takes up space for otherwise wonderful rules yeah. and like lovely things to pass through our minds and joy and delight and, uh, yeah. you know, moments of inspiration and all that stuff. And so I tried, I think of what you just said about journaling that stuff, that sort of darker stuff yeah. um, as a way to do that. Yeah. I'm totally trying that, Rod. How have we not talked about this before? This is amazing. It is amazing. Actually, it, <gasps> this because it, it, it totally fits in. This part we've talked about before is like understanding how to deal with the the dark, the negative parts to allow you then yeah. to be thinking about. I really liked how you just said, said that. It's like it's moving those other s- out of the way, the ruminating ones to give space for what you want to be uh, thinking about. Um, but yeah, it's like, it. I don't know if I want to, does it qualify as a golden rule? Like, so, so. You mentioned the campsite oh, no, rule I, there. That's, uh, that's, if you I have like totally, official set I, of rules, campsite rule is on it. Yep. And then we need a catch line, catchphrase for this other type of rule. What's the, what was the Harry Potter spell? 
when in doubt, write it out. Yeah, um, yes. Oh <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I got a new when in doubt ending. When in doubt, write it out. I'm writing it right now. I am too. We're such nerds. <laughs> Well, my friends, perhaps we end here. Like, this is like a dun dun dun, dun yeah. kind of moment. When in doubt, write it out. I'm totally trying this. I'm so excited. <laughs> I even have a brand new notebook to write it all down in. So, <gasps> uh, let me. Here's my latest technique is I don't. I have journal, but I don't do a lot anymore. Now, I just write like it's a paragraph. So, it's like on a page. Yeah. And I'll put the date. That's. I, that's all. I'll put the date and then just the thing and as little or as much as needed to feel like I've captured it and I close the book. Well, my friends, you heard it here first. When in doubt, write it out as yeah. much or as little as you need to. Some days it might be a sentence. Some days it might be a paragraph. Yeah. Some days it might be a page. Whatever yeah. you need in the moment, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it may just be the word, ah. Written on a page. Who knows? Who knows? I think that's the joy of journaling. Really, is that it can be so, like it's just so specific to what you need in that moment. Yeah, and it doesn't have you know. No one else has to see it or know it or think it or whatever. It's just for you. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Rod. Hey, thank you. Yet again. <laughs> Thank you very much. Such a fun topic. And Echo says goodbye as well. Although now that we're done, he's fallen asleep. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Oh, good. Thanks for All listening, right. everybody. Thank you, Rod. Thank you. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye.